0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. This podcast aims at inspiring you to trust in God and obey His Word every day. Be edified as you listen to this exhortation. Hello, friend.
1: This is Ebenezer, and I believe you are doing well by God's grace. For the past three weeks, I've been dealing with what I call the fundamentals of the Christian prayer— under the topic, Lord, teach us to pray. Last week, I talked about how we should pray uh, based on the teachings and the life of Jesus Christ. Today, I'm going to conclude this series by looking at a point that I concluded with last week when I said that when you hear Jesus Christ saying, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, remember that the journey of this continual search begins on your knees and not on your feet. So today, what I'm going to do is to apply Matthew 6.33 to the practice of the Christian prayer. In other words, I'm going to explain how the Christian can see God's kingdom and His righteousness through prayer. The first thing that I will say is that God knows that our major problem as humans is sin. And so when we are seeking God's kingdom and His righteousness in prayer, we pray for the grace to overcome any sin in our lives. And by so doing, we are expressing our hunger and thirst for righteousness. And the good news is that Jesus calls anyone who hungers and thirsts after righteousness blessed and assures them that they will be filled with God's righteousness. And in order to pray well, my suggestion is that before you pray, you spend some time in silence and ask yourself some questions like, where in my life, Lord, do you want to fill with your righteousness? It could be your relationship with your family, with other people, a relationship with money, um, any issue with greed or corruption, integrity, immorality, um, the way you treat the marginalized people or poor people, strangers around you. So whatever it is, I believe God will speak to you only if you listen. And that is why you need to open your spiritual ears uh, before, during, or after your prayer. God always speaks to you. If you are yearning and you are thirsty after righteousness, he will speak to you. Sometimes he does it by bringing a scripture to mind. Other times he will speak through a still small voice. And that is what makes prayer a conversation. That's one of the reasons why prayer is a conversation or communication with God. And then when God shows you the areas he wants you to work on, you confess your sins in those areas and ask for his forgiveness. And then you ask for grace and the wisdom to obey him in that aspect or in those areas of your life. And let me add that this is not a one-time event. This is a lifetime practice. And the more you participate in fellowship, in Bible studies, in Christian service, the more you will discover that this discipleship is a lifetime journey. And as you pray for these things, uh, remember what I said last week, that whatever you pray for determines what you live for. And so if you pray for the grace to manifest purity or righteousness in an area of your life, remember that God answers by supplying you with the grace and the wisdom. And so let that grace be manifest through your choices or through the way you obey his specific instructions on how to overcome that particular sin or challenge. And to advance his kingdom on earth, you pray for the same grace, the same wisdom, the same desire for righteousness, for people in authority, for people around you, for leaders, and people that you know, so that they will be able to manifest or embody God's values in their community, in their city or in their society. And that is how you are promoting. That is how you push the agenda of God on earth. Now, somebody may ask, what about the other things, um, the basic needs like food, health, shelter, um, other issues like academic success, a business, material needs, all these things. Don't we have to pray about them? I'll say yes, pray about all these things because God wants us to pray about everything uh, because he wants to get a glory for everything that we are, we have, or we are able to do. But then let me emphasize that praying for these things does not mean we should not be hardworking, diligent or seek excellence in our endeavors. It just means that we acknowledge that God is the source of our lives, uh, including the strength and ideas that we get to work and the ultimate rewarder of every good labor. And this explains why in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18, Moses warned the Israelites to remember all the time that it is the Lord who gives power to create wealth. Now let me conclude by sharing some thoughts on the book of James chapter 4, verse 1 to 3. Uh, The Bible says that where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures. When you relate this passage to the idea of seeking God's righteousness in prayer, you would notice that praying for your life to be filled with God's righteousness is a major way to raid your heart not only of evil desires like hatred, lust, greed, but also of selfish motives so that you can be confident in your petitions for the things you believe you need in your life. This passage also teaches us that the more we allow God to transform our desires and intentions, the more we alter or transform our prayer topics. And this means that we become more confident and effective in prayer um, when we allow God's righteousness to determine or inform our prayer life. No wonder James said that the effective fervent prayer of the righteous person avails much. One thing I've observed in this um, journey of life is that there are many ways to acquire things or obtain pleasure. Uh, Some are evil, some are good. But there are only two ways to walk in God's righteousness, prayer and obedience to his teachings. But then, Jesus teaches that whereas it is possible to get the whole world or gain the whole world and lose your witness or your soul or even perish in hell, it is impossible to pursue God's kingdom and his righteousness and lose your witness or your eternal communion with God. This is where I end my teachings on prayer. And as we ponder these words, my prayer is that the Spirit of the Living Lord will teach all of us to pray. In Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to Watch and Walk Podcast with Ebenezer. Watch and Walk Podcast comes to you this and every Wednesday. To get notifications of new episodes, please subscribe. This podcast is brought to you by Watch and Walk Ministry. Visit us at watchandwalk.org to learn more about this ministry. God bless you.